time to get extreme with ReCW. Oh, and welcome back again to ReCW, your weekly look into the world of ECW and Extreme. From episode 1 all the way to 401 on Hardcore TV, you have myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay and Griff on this Extreme journey. ReCW, ReCW. Where everyone's having extreme weather to match Extreme Journey. It is extreme weather. It is extreme weather. How are we all doing? We good? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, not too bad. This week we're looking at episode 85? Yeah. Yeah. 85. Still in 1994, we are. Only just. Only just. Reminds me, a couple of weeks we get to do an end of year review show. Ooh, it's coming. Heads up. Categories will be sent out and we can work through them. Oh. So remember what you remember. Think about that. Uh, yeah, show starts off with Shane Douglas and Sherry Martell making their way to the ring. Um, obviously, this is the dream partner match that we have been building up building. to for ages with stunning Steve Austin to form the greatest tag team of all time with Shane Douglas. Get to the ring and we find out that Austin is out. 316. He's injured, and I think this is the injury that he gets uh, fired from WCW for in real life. Oh wow! Yeah, this is the one where he gets the. I think it's the FedEx in it to um, to fire him because it's not long before he turns up in ECW. It's crazy, and I don't know if it's anything, any coincidence. I've only just realised that obviously stunning Steve Austin, and his finishers are being a stone cold stunner. I, I, I don't know. I've just kind of realised that. Oh. I don't know if you guys always did. I was aware yeah, of much. I was aware of it a little bit. I was surprised to find out that Brian Pillman was in ECW before Brian Pillman was in ECW. <laughs> I didn't because obviously he turns up in ECW like when he's the loose cannon and that, but I didn't know he was in ECW before. Yeah. As like the Hollywood blondes. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, spoiler alert, uh, Sherry Martell introduces his new partner. He promises the partner will be good. If they don't like the partner and they think he's crap, everyone gets a refund at intermission. Yeah, I thought I thought that's a bit of a... I, I don't know about you, I'll just say I'm not impressed. Yeah, I'll be like that. I've never really been a Brian Pillman fan. I came, here to, watch, I came here to watch ECW, not WCW. I'm out. For me, the big thing on that is um, that's that's amazing and that's brilliant for the people who are uh, uh, in the, this stadium listening to this and, and being offered that. As the guy watching this on TV, I couldn't give a fuck if they got a refund or not. <laughs> you're not offering me a refund. It's, it's not like this is a pay-per-view thing and you're saying if you're not happy, phone your cable provider and they'll give you your money back. I you can watch half the show seen... for free. I did that because I've seen Sandman replays for the last 20 episodes and they just ignored me. Where the fuck is this? Where is he? He's, he's turning up next, next week. week. He's coming next week. Did you miss that bit? To tell you the person he's fighting. Probably skipped it, yeah. Mr. Who's... Sandman. I watched it's it on my phone, so it's hard for me to make notes. I had to 
try and remember oh. how to write with a pen and it got awkward. Welcome to my world. That's what I do. Watch on my phone. No one's in your world. No. It's crazy. Want to. Yeah. It is crazy. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? What was with the intro? It was really shoddy. Yeah. Did you not find it? It was really cheery. I feel like they just played an old one. Just, just I, I just it. But um Yeah yeah, so he's he's introduced. So Pillman's there, he comes out, we get the intro, and then we go to um the phone hotline. This confused the hell out of me. Well the fact it was audio and suddenly for the last two seconds cut to video. Not only that, like, what am I phoning? Because I feel like I'm listening to the conversation that if I was going to pay... I, well, you're I phoning, you're phoning 1-900-884-4ECW. Phone line oh. is no longer accessible. There was a big oh. disclaimer on there that said that. We don't want our ECW fans trying to, to do this and wasting their money on it. But what am I getting? Because it, it's telling me the franchise, sharing my tail and flying Brian Pillman, but... I'm listening to them. What do I get? To listen to them. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. That's true. So you'd have already, like... Like, if you say, like, you can talk to these people if you call this number, i like, oh, my God, that's huge. You get to talk to people live. But Or did the WWE Network just find the com- what you'd listen no, to if no. you called it and put it... They're no, so they've done it to advertise this is the sort of insight you get if you dial in. On this one ninety nine a minute, ninety nine one ninety nine a minute for the first minute, ninety nine cents for every subsequent minute um, phone line. So you can hear the. I mean, you you got to remember this is just before, the internet's just breaking at this point. So you know the 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 dirt sheets are that you'd pay for Dave Meltzer to photocopy and send you um, a hard copy wrestling observer newsletter every two weeks so the idea of this is it's your breaking news it's your i suppose your your hot off the press stuff yeah i suppose it's like their version of um what was it when it used to cut out the back of in your house you'd have Shawn michaels on a computer with aol chat yeah yeah and it'd be like it just, hey. conf- it just I mean, confused me it should so wwf and would have been doing it around this time wcw would have started shortly because mean gene oakland goes over there and makes money off of it for them um so yeah it's just yeah, yeah but this is the thing you're phoning in to listen to them chat and, and cut promo but what they don't have is they don't all these other um promotions don't have shane douglas video like on mute of him like doing some epic speech but you're actually hearing a different speech i don't know just some some like was weird decision making when they did this. What did you think of this promo, Griff? What was shit? Yeah. Do you know how much <sighs> this promo cost? <laughs> I forgot. This is the this yeah, is the maths. This is the maths I was doing before we came on here. Six dollars this would have cost. Why? Four minutes, three minutes and four minutes and fourteen seconds. So that 14 seconds would have pushed it into the sixth dollar. That's what I think. So, yeah, they wouldn't have yeah. just... So. No, because you'd, you'd, you'd pay for it, yeah. Totally. So, six dollars for that mean dollars. Wait a sec, wait a sec. How long did you say? It's, six minutes? It's, yeah, no. Four, four minutes, minutes. Four minutes. 13 seconds. Four minutes. 
And it's one dollar ninety nine for the first minute. Then, oh, the first first minute. minute. Look, don't, don't, Griff. Right? <laughs> just, just step back. I got this. All right, don't worry. You had your chance to write down notes and work it out yourself. All right, so just lately. <laughs> What's that in euro? What's that in euros though? Um, I'd be about five euros. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, depending. Even though euros weren't around at the time, so I don't know. No. Um, so that happened. We then went to probably the most weird promo of the evening. Ron Simmons and Two Cold Scorpio. How so, does they didn't get a phone number you can ring in? They did. Just to leap back, and, and I know that I've got this weird thing about these signs that we have this argument all the time whether this is the birth of Sign Guy or whether this is something different. But I can't see Sign Guy writing hey. something that says um, uh, Flair's dead like WCW's buy rates. <laughs> Just a little bit too inside for well, um, a random fan to make when also that's not hugely publicised news at that point. Well, there's The story behind Sign Guy is the Sign Guy at the moment is a fan. He's 100% a fan. But it's when Raven comes in that he sees this Sign Guy and I think he, Raven saw the Sign Guy at the gym with Stevie Richards and Sign Guy, they said hello to him and he goes, oh, I can't talk to you, kayfabe or something, and walked off and left him. And that's when Raven was just like, who the fuck is this guy? And he then brought in Sign Guy, who had massive signs to block out this guy. Yeah, but the, the, the logic that this fan is just a fan and he's not at this point, later on maybe, but at this point he's not being given signs to no, hold up. It's, yeah, this guy's nothing, he's just a fan. Same as Hat Guy. They're, they're both just fans. I, I, I think that the signs are plants. I don't know that it's him writing them. At this point. That's big. That's big. Um, yes, yeah, the sign guy's there. <laughs> Let's talk about the Jags. Yeah, I want to I wanna get on to Flair later on because I've got an issue with that as well. Um, so this is, again, this promo is basically Ron Simmons ranting, Scorpio kind of not been able to hide his eyes to say what the fuck is going on. They're just so opposite. Like, Ron's really serious and Tuco Cold can't stop smiling. They're like <laughs> chalk and cheese, big time. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got my favourite quote of the promo for Ron Simmons, though. Is it give your soul to God and your ass to me? Yeah. Because yeah, I, that's I've got that written down as well. Because I know how to beat a man. <laughs> I don't give a damn about your soul. Give your soul to God and your ass but, to me. But give your ass to me because I know how to beat a man. And later on he goes back in and says he wants his ass again. I understand that it's fine. You know, we're all happy here. That's good. But I just... You just just a lot of talk about projects. Yeah, this this was um yeah. Uh, I got lost. I got lost a little bit. We don't get lost With in the projects if you don't understand the projects. I know. We're getting to the projects. Guys like, that I'm bumping through, to public enemy. Your window up and 
Don't you go. So, yeah. That's well, right. Last time we go for the project, you'll be driving 125 miles per hour. I go till cold. You calm down, mate. <laughs> you calm down. What annoys me more and more about Two Cold's promos, and even putting them with someone like Ron Simmons, who's going absolutely apeshit and therefore doesn't even, can bring Two Cold a little bit closer to normal, is Two Cold, when he does his promos, for some reason has this little nervous tick of heh, everything he says. Every single sentence he starts with is like heh, and we're going to do this, heh, and then we're going to do that, heh, and then it's (laughs) there it is. Yeah. <laughs> tell them, Steve, Dave. Tell them. Yeah. Yeah, I will tell them. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. I really like to tell you about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wish you knew how to spell it. I'd put it on a shirt. But what, what, what I don't get the most about this this segment and the segment before is... What? Just just cut both segments and let us see the the whole match in its entirety. Oh, I don't know if I could have coped. That would have been the two hours, wouldn't it? I think it went on. It's a really weird setup they have where you've got Joey Styles talking to you as if it's live because, you know, he's he's looking around for the seats and he's telling you that, you know, we're about to find out because they're on the way to the ringside and we're going to see and these fans have been told that they can have a, a, a refund intermission if they want to they can see half the show for free and then but i don't think anyone's because i i'm looking around now and i can't see and then that's interspersed with these him throwing to video packages that wouldn't have been live or obviously not live but it's trying to pretend that these are happening then and there when they're obviously not because the timing makes no sense just really don't. I just because like Ron Simmons would get beaten up, and you think, oh my god, like they're they're cutting off the ring really well. Like they're not letting him get too cold, and all of a sudden it will just cut, and too cold will be in the ring. I'm like, oh, okay, he did make a tag then eventually. Oh. <laughs> so when Pillman came out to be his partner, was that the beginning of the match? I think so. It would have been in like real arena world, wouldn't it? In real arena world, but yeah. So wasn't all of... Sherry wearing a different outfit? Well, she just put a cardigan on. I think she was wearing the black because obviously when the cardigan, get, when the white cardigan, he always gets fooled by cardigan. This is being a curse. <laughs> I do. I, 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 do, I do. Damn you and your quick changes. <laughs> <laughs> I I now see two people, but one of them's wearing a jumper. Where did the other one go? I think it's uh, a cardigan. I think it's a cardigan. I want so, it's a yeah, and I've I've got that in my notes because when the match started and she's wearing like a long black skirt and this this kind of cardigan. fluffy cardigan thing, I'm, I I did make a note to say that it's quite a oh. weird look for her because it's quite covered up for for Sherry. Cold. Pull over! No, it's a sweater. But thanks for asking. <laughs> Greenlit cardigan's still available. I mean, it's twenty. Dumb and Dumber. Are you quoting Dumb and Dumber? I am. I think. I think that cardigan needs to get on the dazzle. And (laughs) to hear Griff's full impression of Dumb and Dumber, you can call the Sports Arena hotline on O two and get do it all. It's only two pound a minute. I thought you were just going to give out Griff's mobile phone number. There doesn't have a mobile phone number. You call him in the telephone box. Yeah, got cut off. Yeah. 
<laughs> you got cut off for calling the ECW hotline 20 years. Austria. Heyman, wow. Good day, mate. Heyman asked to borrow the phone. It was a mistake. Still gets through to the sand mail, apparently. It's the rumour. Still gets through to sales. He's in hospital. Do you have a little disclaimer problem. thing pop up on a podcast? And this is not good through to sand mail. Please do not try this number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a match, everyone. It's a tag team match. It's a dream tag team of Shane Douglas and Flying Brian Pillman versus Ron Simmons and Two Cold Scorpio. The dream that no one knew they had because everyone thought the dream was him and Stunning Steve Austin. But it turns out that even though he bitched about Stunning Steve Austin being the strong, the strong link, he meant Brian Pillman the entire time because there was no weak link in uh, Hollywood Blondes. They were both fantastic. Uh, unlike him having to carry Ricky Steamboat as a partner. <laughs> the hotline told me. No. <laughs> Hotline did tell you. And Pillman was throwing out a few digs at Austin, and I thought, he's still a team? I mean, what's going on there? This is just... I'm sure Austin gets the last laugh there <laughs> in his career. Yeah. Just maybe. <laughs> so, um, in the match, he starts off with... They sort of do a run-in. Shane hides as they make their way to the ring. They get in there. Shane does a run-and jump on Ron Simmons. Sherry's just standing outside wailing a chair in the air for no reason with a cardigan on. She's protecting herself, damn it. Um, <laughs> Brian's gets beaten up in the match, goes to tag Shane. Shane won't tag him. But that's not an issue. They're all right with that. They forgive each other pretty soon. Yeah, they never really picked up on that after that, did they? No, it just sort of cheeky little hill move. I felt like Shane and Ron Simmons kind of lacked a little bit of chemistry they didn't really click no sort of very well but they were sort of going at it and um they were given quite a bit of time i'll say that the ref <laughs> get the ref gets knocked down sherry goes up to the top jumps off and hits shane with a shoe knocking shane down he puts she puts um i think it's ron simmons leg on the rope First to break a pin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He picks it up and he moves it. And um, I think Pillman sees it. Yeah. and But but they're sure it was an accident. She accidentally put his foot on the rope. We'll be in there, aren't we? Of course. What is this? But, um, yeah, so it ended up with Ron pilling Shane Douglas. And then Sherry smiled. And that was the giveaway. It wasn't putting the guy's foot on the rope. It wasn't coming off the top rope and cracking the partner in the head. It was the smile that gave it away. Yeah, it just sort of blew the cover, really, wasn't it? And then she, Shane sort of clocked this, grabbed her, the cardigan <laughs> fell off, revealing a picture of a Ric Flair. A picture of Ric Flair. Well, how would you keep it? Obviously, it's not very good quality. It couldn't really make out, like, the picture properly, apart from the commentators. Joe Styles got no reason to lie. He knows a picture of what? Flair when he sees one. He's live in I the arena. Don't... What else would it be? <laughs> picture of Shawn Michaels. Model Rick Martel. Marty Jannetty, the one that got away. ECW hotline number. No, oh, Shane Douglas. Saw his own reflection and it scared him. Stunning Steve Austin. Little caption, the best Hollywood blonde member. But no, it's just, it was Ric Flair. 
Wish you were here. Wish you were here. Um, Matt Matt King. Matcho King. Million Dollar Man. Ted DiBiase. Virgil. I will say, like, obviously, because, um, what's his name? It actually gives her a, a pile driver. Oh, I'll get into that, I? am creating spoilers. the mood. I'm creating spoilers. the whole mood here. See, it just sounds weird because it's out of context now. You just revealed the picture. No one knows what's coming. Oh. I have to start the whole show again now. <sighs> right, episode 85 of ECW. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the latest episode of Give Your Soul to God and Your Ass to Me. Yeah, no, so he basically, I'm confused now. Did he cut the promo? No, he he picks her up and he pile drives her. And yeah, then... I was going to say about the pile drive, about yeah. how good a posture her legs were. Um, oh, she yes, yeah, she, she sold like a champ, didn't she, really? She literally, those legs were pointed. There's no kind of, she's been training for that. Oh yeah, she was she was ready for that pile driver. So he kind of turned round. Since Medusa, she's been ready for that pile driver. <laughs> that was a good little promo from Medusa. I enjoyed that. Many moons ago, match never. Yeah, it was happened. better than the match. Another yeah. match. We should go back and look at ECW about how many matches never happened. The broken promises. Yeah. The, the card subject to change thing of all the people that we were promised to see. Yeah. Where's the bulldog? Wait for bulldog. It's the Bulldog. Kerry Von Ellick for Sal on the same card, little known fact. Um, yeah, so you got Pile Drive, and then Shane kind of really went for it with his promo. He just sort of like turned around and he's like, I've seen some sluts in my time, but Ric Flair <laughs> is the biggest piece of shit. And the crowd starts trying to flare his deck, and I'm sitting there thinking, Flair's at home, thinking he's got no fucking clue he's part of this angle. It's so confusing. Yeah, and it's before Twitter, so it's not blowing up. So basically, he's sitting there in his big house with all his money, thinking, my ears are burning. Yeah, so Sherry goes back to WCW on Monday, and Flair goes, oh, how was ECW? He goes, oh, you know, normal. And Douglas called you a piece of shit. Everyone started chanting, you're dead. Um, they want a match. I tried to tell him you weren't, but... Yeah, they want a match that's never going to happen. You can have that picture back now. Oh, you took the picture? Yeah, I borrowed your picture from... I needed that for a little while. Oh, no worries. You going to go fight him? No, just advertise it. Just another false promise. It's all right. Add it to the collection. People are mine. Yeah. And Flair's there on Nitro going, I want Chad Austin. There is he. <laughs> I want him in Smoky Mountain. Um, so, yeah, that was... That was that. So, now, I know that I'm... I'm... I'm trying to pick a hole in near, near perfect match and angle here. Mm. But you could argue, looking at Sherry's actions with the benefit of hindsight, you could argue that she had this planned all the way along. She had the picture of Flair. She had the jumper on to hide the picture of Flair. She put the foot on the ropes um, to stop them winning the match. She then came off of the top rope and smashed her own guy in the head so that they lose. Yep. So she'd set this up. You could argue that she'd set this up all the way through. This was not a spur of the moment thing. This is something she'd planned. This was premeditated. Yep. So why yeah, find him? Most a... of wrestling is. So why find him another partner? She didn't want people to get refunded, did she? 
Why? It's not an animal. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't want to let you, the fans, down. I want to let Shane down. Yeah, her, her issues with... A replacement and a match. He is a dick, and I'm going to be hitting him with a thing because I love Ric Flair. What would have been great if it was Ricky Steamboat come out dressed as Brian Pillman, and then when he made his little dig, he pulled off a wig and went, ah. and he was like, oh, What no. you going to do about it? <laughs> no, that's super <laughs> John Laurinaitis is the dynamic dudes. I can't skateboard. Hey, Shane. Um, but <laughs> totally tubular. <laughs> There's that. But, um, yeah, no, it's really weird. It was just so, <laughs> so bizarre. Is John Laurinaitis' new, new impression now? How Terry Funk's on the ranch? Fighting war games with Arn Anderson? Your mother's a whore. <laughs> Buckhouse Buckhouse Bob um, yeah so that happened and Sherry was evil and I don't know if we see her again or if she's just evil and gone I kind of I suppose Shane sort of ended it so I guess that was the it's weird it feels like she came back just to be that's it you've gone off TV well it was closure wasn't it because the way she kind of left was awkward yeah, yeah. It, was, it was Shane Douglas sending him, sending her to help Ric Flair. Yeah. And then bitching about her helping Ric Flair. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the match was cool. No issues. Good to see Fly and Brian. Love... Well, she does come back on November 13th. She does face Malia Hosaka in a match oh. at November to remember. Don't tease me. I need this. Or was that gone? Are we in... No, that was last year, wasn't that was, it? Because yeah. that was the one that replaced... Medusa. Uh, Medusa. Oh, sorry, because Wikipedia goes, Sherry turned on Douglas in a tag match with Brian Pillman, costing Douglas the match on behalf of Ric Flair, which we've just seen. Then it says that November to remember, on November 13th, Martel faces Malia Hosaka. Maybe it is. The and, then she goes, and then she goes to WCW... Um, till 97 oh, what was the rematch it? no one wanted yeah I don't think we uh, no no because this, this show not. this show was the 6th of December oh so, Wikipedia's so, probably got in the wrong like order I believe you that's Wikipedia um, so we then get a promo by Ron Simmons who just wants to reinforce the fact that he wants Shane Douglas's arse and it belongs to him just in case you forgot, he's letting Shane know. And Shane knows. He lost, lost to the guy. He's in trouble. His belt's on the line. And then out of nowhere, an absolute blind of a promo from Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> what, what did you do? I attacked him. Yeah, bang, bang. <laughs> It's just it's just the cheeky bang bangs that get me every time. When he said about basically, he told him that he couldn't cast, he didn't trust um, Kevin Sullivan, and he was right, but he had his back. He goes when Kevin Sullivan attacked him, what did he do? He goes, I, I came out and I, I tried to beat him up. He's like, yeah, bang bang, bang bang, <laughs> just like you promised, bang bang. <laughs> it's just. It's just just a fun promo. I love these two together. They they're they're a highlight. So they they popped up. Um, Public Enemy tried to slide in the ruin the show again. Mm-hmm. Even though, to be fair, 
I didn't mind bits of this because they touched on the history about when Pauline needed help. Who did he go yep. to to take out Terry Funk? And they, I felt they'd sort of avoided it at this point. So I like the fact that she brought it up going, you brought us in because you know that we're this, you know that we're that. And now, you know, so it made sense. And then they pulled up history by, by quoting Jason when talking about the Tasmaniac and calling him monkey boy drinking his bananas, which yeah. I didn't like when Jason said it. And I don't like it when public enemies say it. And... I, I can't believe they went back to calling the the, the guy Monkey Boy. Yeah. No, it's um Yeah. Like a public enemy. Basically. And they didn't sell last week. So then Paul Lee pops up. And he's just kind he's just, he's sweating all over his suit. That's yeah, all he's, I he's can a, stare at. He's had a long <laughs> night, and he? he's just No wonder you got rid of the hair. Well, <laughs> as you'll see as this goes on, lesson let that le- of that was his choice. I've heard the hair leaves him. Oh, it was a loser leave town match. So one. <laughs> his hair's still running ECW somewhere. Yes. Successfully. Oh, we don't know how this pans out. His hair never bounced to check. You're that guy, That's aren't you? Saying. We go to the cinema, watch Titanic with you, and you're like, oh, they all die. I don't know. Rose survives. Really? Really? Her heart goes on. <laughs> Could have fucking let Jack on the fucking... No, whatever. If I was Jack, you know I would have just jumped on there and pushed her off. You know why she didn't? I'm not over it yet. Shut She's a whore. Spoilers, everyone. <laughs> Titanic spoilers. Um, yeah, for a film that came out 20 years ago. Same time as this, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was '97. Oh, we get in there. We'll get there. I know. I know that because I used to work in blockbusters when it came out on video, and lots of people asked me about it. Oh, they don't. They don't exist anymore. That's a coincidence. Fuck me! What a story. So, Paulie's promo included the classic line, the second best line delivered in a promo in the evening, of um, "They're going to hurt you so bad that you're going to curse the pimp that impregnated your mother." I don't really know what to do with that. That was just a line that grabbed me for some reason. It was it was a powerful line. It's a powerful show. It was a powerful show. I don't quite know at which point um the Tasmaniac officially became part of the Dangerous Alliance because he is, according to Paul E, officially part of the Dangerous Alliance. It's it's the most dangerous dangerous alliance he's ever built. I want to know when Sherry and Jane Douglas were kicked out officially. Kicked out. Oh, yeah. They fell out, but they never officially left. It just kind of got awkward. Has anyone actually left the Dangerous Alliance? I want to know where the Dark Patriot is. Still up in the scaffolding, waiting for his rematch. Yeah. Waiting for Jazzy J.T. Smith's leg to get better. He's on behind the cameraman, ready to pounce. <laughs> How's his knee doing? Why are we getting updates about this? Sal... All the fucking time. Tell me a lie. <laughs> Tell me it's not over. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the end of the show, really. That's it. That's how it ends. It's true. To it be to be continued next week. To be continued. Any thoughts on the show? I, I it was a good match. Um, I'm a little bit 
the pacing of the matches annoys me at the moment in the sense that you've got this whole load of crap that <laughs> builds up for one match and then a whole load of the same people cutting the same promo in slightly different ways afterwards. So you know that you've got the build up to the one match and then after that you've got probably something from Public Enemy and probably something from Poorly Dangerously. And not that I'm complaining about this bit, but probably something from Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. Bang, fucking bang. Bang, fucking bang. Um, so that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore sports arena. And if you wish to buy t-shirts, we won't force them on you. It's optional. Go to zazzle.co.uk or .com, search for sports arena. And we've got a couple of shirts there. That's the thing. Cardigans are coming. Cardigans are coming. The cardigans are coming. Cardigans are coming. Which takes us to Jay's favourite part of the show. It's the only part I actually come in and talk to you a lot about. So I, I can hear Griff do a dramatic reading of a song or uh, promo of my choosing uh, inspired by the events of the episode that we've just watched. Or a book um, in this case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've just broken up with, um, with, with paragraphs to, to make it easier for Griff to read. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so inspired by <laughs> the dream partners um, and those blondes of Hollywood, I thought I'd go to another blonde talking about Hollywood with Madonna's classic song, Hollywood. Do it. Okay. (laughs) Everybody comes to Hollywood. They want to make it in the neighborhood. They like the smell of it in Hollywood. How could it hurt you when it looks so good? Shine your light now. This time... It's got to be good. You get it right now. Yeah. Because you're in Hollywood. There's something in the air in Hollywood. The sun is shining like you knew it would. Yeah. Riding in your car in Hollywood. You get the top down and it feels so good. Not in this weather. Everybody (laughs) comes to Hollywood. They want to make it in the neighbourhood. They like the smell of it in Hollywood. How can you when it looks so good I lost my memory in Hollywood I've made a million visions bad and good there's something in the air in Hollywood I tried to leave but I never could shine your light now this time it's got to be good you get it right now yeah Yeah. (laughs) cause you're in America but your ass belongs to me (laughs) 